friends. Welcome to another episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. I'm Janine, the host of this podcast, and I am finally, finally back with another solo episode. I am so sorry that it's taken me a month to get this one recorded um, and uploaded, but the truth is that I had about four topics kind of rolling around in my head for a few weeks, and I just never really committed to any of them. Um, I would sit down to kind of start writing something out, and it just didn't feel um, like the right topic, and so I just didn't do anything. (laughs) But then just a few days ago, I realized the thing that I not only wanted to talk about, but really feel like I need to talk about is um, rest and self-care and checking in with ourselves because it's something that I've been learning more and more about and diving deeper into through my recent counseling journey. Back in November, I, again, finally, (laughs) decided to get back into counseling after almost 10 years and after realizing that I have some childhood traumas and wounds that I've just found continue to affect me as an adult more than I had previously recognized. Um, See, when I was hustling to get out of debt and when I was traveling around the world solo, I was busy enough that um, it was just like too easy to kind of skim over some of that stuff. Not to mention there wasn't typically another person around to help kind of reflect those things or call out my bull. Um, But then just over, you know, 10 months ago, I got a dog. (laughs) Now I know that my dog is clearly not another person, but even just having another being around of some kind, um, who was not only around, but around me a lot, especially in a time as compounded as, you know, a global pandemic, I slowly began to see um, some behaviors and thought patterns come to light and just knew that it was finally time to talk to someone who was trained to help guide me through it. So it's been a few months now that I've been regularly seeing a counselor and I have learned so incredibly much about how to better recognize, handle, and engage with my emotions in a healthy way, um, as as well as just healthy ways to truly take care of myself. So I wanted to share some of those things with you guys today. So let's jump in. The first thing I want to talk about is rest. I have learned the importance of listening to my body, like really tuning in when it's telling me to slow down. I found myself doing things like um, trying to close my laptop at a certain time in the evenings or turning on mellow music while I read, which is what I try to do instead of binge watching shows all the time. And doing things like creating morning rituals. I like to set out the ingredients for a morning cup of tea and put my um, morning time materials like my Bible, my devotional, my journal out on my coffee table when I'm heading to bed the night before. That way when I wake up, it's just easier to turn on my kettle and um, make that tea and then just cuddle up on the couch and get my morning time in. And it just helps me to slowly wade into modes of productivity as I go about a work day or doing something creative like this podcast. Having that kind of slow ritual in the morning has been so helpful. 
part of this listening to my body has also meant turning off work mode (laughs) when I find that I can no longer focus. So when my brain feels fried or, you know, I just can't stay focused on the task at hand, I try to just walk away from work as much as I it's in my power to do so I'll shut my laptop and you know either take take some time off for the rest of the day or even just go for like a 20 minute walk or cook something just doing something that gets me out of work mode I also try to tune into my body when it's feeling tense or sore maybe I've been sitting for too long so I'll get up and go for a walk or maybe it's that I start to feel those pangs of hunger like oh god I gotta eat a snack but instead I will drink a full glass of water and give myself some time to let my body tell me am I actually hungry or was I really just a little bit dehydrated and I will go ahead and tell you that most of the time it's that I'm dehydrated (laughs) Okay, and second, we're going to talk about Sabbath. So you guys already know that I am a huge advocate for Sabbath. At least I hope you already know that. I mean, you should definitely check out my earlier episode I did with my friend Hannah Jirasi all about Sabbath. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys to check out. But I cannot tell you how wonderful it has been to look forward to that one day each week that I observe Sabbath. I often sleep in, I turn off most of my notifications, I kind of putz around my house, I play with Amos, maybe I'll see a friend, um, and even occasionally I'll sit down to write or create something, kind of like I'm doing today, although today is not Sabbath. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'll find that, you know, I will do things that I normally would not do um, in a quote-unquote normal work day. I often have extended morning times where I journal and I pray. I will make an extra cup of coffee just because sometimes I dance around the house because why not? (laughs) And, you know, I just do things that bring joy. Sometimes I'll even just take a nap. It's a day to do nothing but be and abide in the presence of Jesus. And I love knowing that choosing to do that, to observe an intentional day of rest is never, ever wasted time because I always enter into the next day more full of energy with a renewed sense of creativity and with a readiness to be honestly more productive in the work that I have before me rather than experiencing that kind of sluggishness that I think comes with the constant and hustle. So seriously, Sabbath is just saving me in so many ways, and I just could not recommend it enough to you guys. All right, and then I want to talk about when it comes to rest, the last thing is sleep. So I'm sure, I hope, (laughs) that I'm not alone in thinking that our culture just too heavily relies on the hustle always mentality. And I just don't believe we were created for that. Um, As with Sabbath, I know how important sleep is to our rhythms and ultimately to our overall health. So I've been doing my best to ensure that I get at least seven hours of sleep each night, which has meant earlier bedtimes and establishing some wind down rituals, as I call them, like charging my phone in my kitchen, using kind of like low light in my bedroom. I just have some twinkle lights wrapped around my headboard, which I love. It's so cozy. Um, And then things like snuggling with Amos while I read on my Kindle until honestly I can't keep my eyes open anymore, (laughs) at which point I do put Amos into his crate because we have very strong boundaries. (laughs) 
But all of these forms of rest, listening to my body, prioritizing a Sabbath, and getting quality sleep have helped me, honestly, to savor the truly important things in life, all while balancing my overall health. Um, Again, yeah, I just think really listening to our bodies and prioritizing rest is so critical to um, our health. All right, next I want to talk about self-care. So something that my counselor has been teaching me is that self-care, and wait, I should definitely preface this and say self-care in the holistic sense is not the like trendy treat yourself mentality. Um, I think that airs more on the side of indulgence. (laughs) But real self-care is just critical, again, to kind of our health, Um, holistically as human beings, and our stability, especially over time. One thing that she taught me early on is that there are different quadrants of self-care, which for me, we narrowed down to mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. She challenged me to think about the different things that I was doing or that I even could do to fill those four quadrants each week and then on a micro level, even each day. So I created a list for each of those four things, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, and I wanted to share some of them with you guys. So for the mental bucket, things like staying in touch with friends, taking time off of work, which as I already mentioned is Sabbath, Um, not always filling the silence with noise, which is a big one for me. I find that, you know, when I'm just doing stuff, I I like to have music on or a podcast or an audiobook playing. And um, sometimes I might get a little uncomfortable with the silence, but I have found that when I turn things off, it's almost like my mind is renewed and it's just more fresh and I get new ideas and it's really exciting. And so trying to not fill all of that silence with noise has been a great um, kind of thing to start doing with um, that mental bucket. Oh, as well as just playing. So if that means hanging out with my dog or doing fun things with friends um, in a COVID safe way, of course, Um, but just finding ways to play, I find is very good for my mental health as well. As for emotional, it's been journaling, uh, committing to my counseling journey, which hopefully you can tell by this podcast episode I have been, (laughs) Um, making my space really cozy. Uh, I don't know. I find, especially in the winter times, that uh, it's just hard. There's less daylight. It's cold. It's dark. um, And so really making my space cozy and warm and inviting really helps with my emotional health, Um, as well as having deep conversations with friends. I can do surface level for so long, but man, I thrive in deep conversations. I know I'm an Enneagram 4. What what do you expect? (laughs) Then for physical, um, I mentioned this earlier, but getting enough sleep, um, eating more nourishing foods rather than crappy foods. <laughs> um, I actually started doing HelloFresh not too long ago, and that's been really fun because I've been finding um, obviously new recipes, but new types of foods that I might not even attempt to make normally on my own at home. It's been really fun to just eat more whole foods, uh, do more vegetarian, and yeah, try recipes I might not try otherwise as well as drinking more water, especially because I don't drink enough as it is. And I love my morning coffee and I usually have some tea in the afternoon. Now I have tea in the morning too. So just trying to make sure I get at least two glasses of water between each other beverage. Um, because 
we need a lot of water. (laughs) And then lastly, taking long walks with Amos. Obviously, he thrives when we're outside and moving and and exploring new territories, as he would probably think. Um, And so just making sure that I really get a good routine with him and taking him for walks. And it's harder in the winter, I won't lie, but I've also found like just getting out and moving my body um, has been so great for my physical health, obviously. And it's also been great for my mental health, if I'm honest. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, it kind of, that's something that's been neat too, is like I've realized some of these things fall under multiple quadrants, which is really cool. So yeah, getting out with Amos, being outside. And then lastly, for spiritual, um, really prioritizing my morning time each day, which I'll tell you a little bit more about in a bit, but this one is huge. Just making sure I have that time to um, journal and open my Bible and whatever that day might entail, just making sure I really prioritize that time. Um, as well as observing Sabbath. Again, I mentioned that um, in mental the mental bucket as well, but it obviously fills into that spiritual bucket. And then doing things like prayer journaling. I get so distracted with like just normal prayers in my head. So having um, the the space to write down my prayers has been so helpful in that spiritual bucket. And the thing too is I've actually been documenting these things, the ways that I show my self-care each day within those four quadrants. And it's helped me um, to not only stay accountable, which is important, staying accountable to myself, but also to see patterns coming through about kind of the best ways or the most helpful ways for me to take care of myself on a regular basis. Um, I just can't tell you how awesome it's been to not only recognize but prioritize these things, which has so greatly impacted my overall health these last few months. It really has just made such an amazing difference. And lastly, I want to talk about checking in with yourself and just how important it is to do that every single day. So similar to how I've been documenting the ways that I've been filling up my self-care buckets, (laughs) I've also spent the last few months mood journaling each morning. You might be thinking, what the heck is mood journaling? (laughs) Because honestly, I thought the same thing not too long ago. But as it turns out, it has been one of the most insightful and helpful things I've done in a really long time. So here is something that you should probably know about me. As an Enneagram 4, I know my tendency toward extremes when it comes to emotions. But I've always been that way, like long before the Enneagram was even a cool thing that everyone knew about. My highs have always been high and my lows have felt like the deepest of pits at times. I've always kind of had a propensity toward melancholy, so toward prolonged sadness, numbing, and moodiness. But I think that there's always been something in me that has questioned, is this just my personality, the way that I've been made, or could it be something more chemical? And it's actually one of the main reasons I decided to go back to counseling in the first place. But now that I have spent a few months, you know, checking in with myself each morning and asking myself not only what emotions I might be feeling, but also why I think I'm feeling them, I've been able to decipher patterns in my behavior that have undoubtedly been affecting my moods. Things like eating really crappy food or not getting enough sleep have led to bouts of frustration, anxiety, and even fear. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, things like phone dates with friends or observing Sabbath or just snuggling with my dog have helped me to feel more grateful, rested, and at peace. 
Just over a week ago, in fact, I found myself in a funk for a few days and decided that I had just had enough of it. I was just ready for a new day. And so I looked back on those previous few days, asking myself what I had done or experienced that could have led to those feelings of just meh. And wouldn't you know it, (laughs) over those days, I had not been sleeping well. I had chosen to eat more sugary and gluten-full foods, and I had skipped my morning time three days in a row. So in that moment, I pivoted, and it made a huge difference in the way that I ended up feeling for the rest of that day and in the days to come. Anyway, I share all of that to say that making the choice to check in with yourself each day may mean the difference between being a victim to your emotions or your circumstances or recognizing that your daily choices have the power to influence those emotions for the better. I know that it most definitely has for me, and so I will every day check in with myself from this moment forward. Well, you guys, that's it. I really just wanted to share some of the powerful and honestly pretty simple things that I have been learning and integrating into my life as a result of going back to counseling. Because yeah, choosing to prioritize rest and self-care and just checking in with myself every day has subtly yet so powerfully um, helped me grow into a more healthy version of myself. And it's been slow and gradual, but I'm just really excited for that journey to continue. And I wanted to share those things with you guys today because honestly, I sense that we, in the last month or so, a lot of us have kind of hit that wall that, you know, it's been almost a year since, uh, you know, the quarantine <laughs> began and it it's hard. It's still hard. This is a still... It's become more normal, but it's still not normal, right? And so we are all just kind of facing it in different ways, struggling with it in different ways, trying to make the most of what we have in front of us. And I feel like um, sometimes in doing that, especially um, in a time like this, it's just it's it's easy to overlook taking care of ourselves and checking in with ourselves and prioritizing the things that might really affect and impact and be best for our overall health. And so those things that I've been learning and implementing, I just wanted to share with you guys in hopes that, um, yeah, you might find some new ways to take care of yourselves and look after yourselves as well. So you guys, I hope to see you back here in two weeks, hopefully, (laughs) for another episode of Wild Hearts with Janine. But until then... Keep dreaming, seeking, and stepping out in faith.